is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Flint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers Mike Vendis joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? That's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weight. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker. Deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show. Broadcasting from the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Here's Jason Walker. Yo, happy Friday. The Jason Walker Show, Major Mortgage Man Cave, big show coming up today, lots of fun. We're going to talk, uh, there's a big bronc riding coming up in Jordan on Father's Day Sunday. I still haven't decided if I'm going to go, but you talk about some of the biggest names in Saddle Bronc are going to be in Jordan, Montana on Sunday. We're going to talk to Jesse Cruz, one of the best from Montana, who's going to be in it. So... Looking uh, looking forward to that one. Trying to get us live on the YouTube. I hope we don't have problems like we did yesterday. Holy cow, that was a pain in the neck. Was it or was it not? Um, right now, we're good. Live on Podbean, Network One Sports, also TreasureStateRadio.com, at least for the time being. <laughs> and uh, who knows what else. Uh, you can go to JasonWalkerShow.com for anything. We are live on um, Facebook. And also on Twitter. You can go to at uh, Jaywalker Sports and find us on the Twitter. Tried to find out why we are not uh, on, the, on the YouTube, which is frustrating, right? Yes, yes it is. All right, uh, so we'll try to get that going. And uh, in the meantime, uh, we're also going to talk to Barry Abrams today, our good friend from ESPN. He's the host of In the Gate podcast, and he knows horse racing. And uh, I think Barry might be the guy that's it's between Barry and then the Rasmussen, Flint and Will, on who's been on more. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, I have to add it up. Uh, but we'll talk to Belmont. The Belmont will run tomorrow, the 152nd running of the Belmont. It's normally the last in the Triple Crown races. But this time it'll be the first. And I'm not sure what's going on across the street. We got, oh, it's a neighbor wearing a grizzly shirt. Boo. But he doesn't live in that house. Huh. Got some weirdness going on in our neighborhood outside the major mortgage man cave. Anyway. All right. So, oh, and we're already having issues with the Internet. Fantastic, fantastic, fantastic stuff. All right. Well, we're just going to get going. So um, hopefully, you know, you can go to JasonWalkerShow.com. If you miss anything, rewatch it, because hopefully we're going to have some recording. I have no idea what's going on at this moment in time. Uh, other than we have some issues. And I'm not talking protests. I'm not talking riots. I'm not talking rallies. I'm talking COVID-19 again. The covid 
We have our first positive t- uh, test on the PGA Tour. Nick Watney is uh, the first. So everybody got tested on Monday, the RBC Heritage in Hilton Head, South Carolina. Everybody got tested Monday. Everybody was negative Monday. Today, Nick Watney tested positive. Immediately had to withdraw. Because after uh, the round yesterday, or this morning rather, he indicated he had symptoms consistent with the virus. He took a COVID-19 test. He's positive. He's out. So now he's got to uh, isolate, quarantine for about 10 days nearby. So it's interesting because <laughs> they are testing everybody multiple times, as, as they should. Monday, no positives. Today, a positive. Where do you get it? Who knows? Um, with 300 and some tests, 369 tests on uh, Monday. Revol- uh, were no uh, no positives, but today Nick Watney is positive. Brooks Kepka came out and said, "Man, um, it's unfortunate. Hopefully, it stays with just him, quote, uh, and doesn't spread because I think we'll have a big issue on our hands if it keeps going as the weeks continue." End quote. That's Brooks Kepka. The thing is, is Watney yesterday had some playing partners like you do in a PGA. Now, they, they didn't shake hands. Uh, a couple of his pay, uh, playing partners were Luke List and Vaughn Taylor. Uh, all were told today. Uh, Taylor said he has no symptoms. Hopes Nick's doing well, he says. He's going to go get tested today. The entire group's getting tested. That includes caddies and everybody that was in the group. That's just that. Okay. That's just that, PGA. How about this news? Get to it. Tampa Bay hockey players, Tampa Bay Lightning, players and staff have tested positive in Tampa Bay. Shut down the arena. NHL is trying to restart its season. Philadelphia Phillies players. Now, it's not known if they're major league players or minor league players, but there's more than five positive tests in Florida with Philadelphia Phillies players. They've done it in Florida. Baseball is trying to make a comeback. Orlando, Florida, a hot spot. That's where the NBA plans to make its comeback in a month and a half. And then there's this. Clemson Athletics announced Friday, today, 28 positive COVID-19 tests. 23 of them on the football team. The other staff members. Twenty-three football players. But people are staying positive on the Twitter, right? Well, this is a good thing. It means they brought it in from elsewhere. How the hell is that a good thing? It means they brought it in from elsewhere. And this is what I've been saying for weeks now. 
This is just the beginning, folks. Man, these sports and these communities better hope and pray that in by the time they get all these athletes back on campus, there's not bigger outbreaks. But here's the thing. When everybody comes back to campus in August across the entire country, you're still at risk. Your football season is at risk. Your volleyball season is at risk. Your soccer. At this point, we aren't sure about basketball. And this is, again, why it's okay to overreact and yet at the same time still be concerned. Because we just don't know. And there is not one of you sitting out there listening or watching or wherever that can promise that it's not going to happen here. It's not going to happen in Bozeman, where Gallatin County's already had a huge population burst of COVID twice now. It's not going to happen in Missoula, really. It could. You got all these athletes coming back from wherever. And like I said, especially the frontier schools. Think about the front. I said this yesterday. Washington, Oregon, California, Arizona is where a lot of frontier players come from for football and other sports. That's a lot of COVID possibly coming back, especially from Arizona, especially from Washington. Oklahoma's gotten a huge, huge burst of COVID. Surge, they call it. Montana's going to get hit hard, and it'll be worse than it was in March. And I hate to say that. Because I want stuff to open. I want stuff to happen. It's great. We've got Legion Baseball. We've got a couple of rodeos here and there. But it's going to get worse before it gets better. And then there you got Dr. Fauci coming out and saying the experts misled, I think was the, the line, about early indication. Yeah, no duh. Got to watch the mouth here. Look at Miles City, Custer County. Officials say that Custer County health officials have recommended that businesses and gathering places in Custer County, which includes Miles City, revert back to phase one of the reopening plan. Miles City has 15 active cases. Check it. Custer County has 15 active cases and 19 total. Okay, this doesn't seem like a lot. But if you've been to Custer County, it's pretty rural. It's not like Bozeman or, or Missoula or Helena or Billings or bigger cities where everybody's out and about. Clemson has 23 positive tests on its football team. Just like Texas which I think had 25. Huge numbers. That's a quarter of your football team. What if, and what if, hear me out here, football players come back to Helena, to Carroll College, 
and a quarter of the Saints have the COVID. What if that happens? Then what? Or Rocky, or Western, or Tech, or Northern, or the Cats, or the Grizz. Then what? That's a quarter of your football team. What if they're your star players? The NBA's worried. What if LeBron gets it? Protect LeBron at all costs. Hey, screw LeBron. Never been a LeBron fan. But if he gets it, he's health. I mean, he's healthy. He's an NBA player, right? We don't want anybody to get it, but people are. What happens on the PGA Tour if more than just Nick Watney has the COVID? What happens then? PGA Tour just started last weekend. Started back up again. No fans. They're supposed to be allowing fans at the memorial soon. Is that now done and over with? Possibly. We don't know. It's just something to think about, folks, because 23 Clemson Tigers have tested positive. Campuses just reopened a couple weeks ago. Some campuses still haven't opened. So when that does happen, and you get all these tests, and this is just football. This isn't volleyball. The NCAA says basketball teams can come back in July. Well, what happens when they come back with it? Because it's going to happen. Not everybody lives in the community where the school plays at sports. And I don't think anybody realizes that. You look at a, a football roster in the state of Montana. Okay, Look at Carroll College. You've got players from all over. Wyoming, Montana, Washington, Idaho, Oregon, California, Arizona. Hot spots of COVID. And with all the peaceful protests going on across the country, in the Seattle area, in the Portland area, where a lot of players come from, um, you're going to see more COVIDs. You're going to. But prepare. I'm just saying, prepare for not having a fall sports season. Just prepare. Big hello to uh, my friend Sheila watching. Are you guys in Illinois still? Her husband Morgan is a, uh, I don't know, he's super high in the Navy. He's really cool. Great friend of the family. Um, Sheila and uh, the, the Morgans watching. I think they're still in Great Lakes, but I think they were going to be moving soon. But I don't know. California girl who spent a couple of winters in Illinois. <laughs> oh, Sheila, we love you. Anyway, all right. COVID's not done. But it's kind of taking a back seat, remember, because we have all these... Peaceful protests. Peaceful. See the curfew put on Tulsa last night? Only in the area where the Trump rally is supposed to happen tomorrow, though. Interesting. They were removing people who'd been camped out for days. You can have protests. That's okay, but you can't have a rally. Because COVID is huge. Nobody gets COVID at a protest, but they'll get it at a Trump rally. 
<laughs> that's literally, that's headlines across the nation. Trump rally will cause COVID outbreaks. But protests won't. They're peaceful. All right, tomorrow is the 152nd running of the Belmont at Elmont, New York. And who's a favorite? Who's going to win? Who should you bet your money on when you go down to the Motherload? Sports bar, casino, and restaurant. Yeah, a lot of sports betting. We'll tell you when Barry Abrams from ESPN's In the Gate podcast joins the Jason Walker Show next on a Friday. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State from rodeos to portraits and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work, then give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. MarkLaRoePhotography.com Father's Day is coming fast, and what more would that great dad in your life want than a full detail from Auto Concepts? Or maybe he would just prefer a lift kit. It's also camping season, and now is the perfect time to outfit that rig with a winch just in case. Auto Concepts is your home for everything for your vehicle, including updating your car stereo system, too. Auto Concepts also has gift certificates for dad or yourself. Visit AutoConceptsHelena.com. Well, look no further Auto than Concepts, Mark LaRoe Photography. Auto Enhancement Professionals. Mark has been shooting beautiful home for everything for your vehicle, including updating your car stereo system to Who doesn't love being Auto number Concepts. one? Also when your team is dominating the standings, or your favorite band rocks Visit the charts Auto at Concepts, number one, Helena. 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 it feels good, right? Helena. Helena. It's kind of like how it feels when you have Auto Insurance at State Farm, because making you feel like number one is an honor. Your local State Farm agent takes serious love being number one. Good times are not so good. Your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Junior's Anniversary Month at Rutgers Furniture, and you won't believe the savings you'll find on the largest selection of home furnishings in Helena. 
At Rutgers, you'll find sofa sleepers, recliners, reclining sofas, leather, bedroom, dining room, occasional tables, entertainment consoles, Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in town, and more. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. For great values on new looks for your home, shop the anniversary sale at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show. On a finally Friday inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Had like three different audios going. It was weird. So we got like 18 different things going on. On our uh, computer screen. It's just That's just to run the show, so... We got it fixed. We're we're good. So, still to come, Jesse Cruz, big Saddlebron event coming up in Jordan on Sunday. I'm looking forward to. I can't decide if I should go or not. It's as it's as long to get to Jordan from Helena than it is to get to as it is to get to Spokane. It's the same amount of time. That's a hike, but I think I can do it. I don't know. It's Father's Day. Do I want to? I don't know. We'll let you know. We are going to talk to Jesse Cruz, who will be competing in that coming up. All right, but uh, I want to get to our next guest, our first guest today on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. All of our guests appear courtesy of the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Tomorrow, oh, oh by the way, we're also going to get Merrick at the movies coming up, uh, football movies. Merrick took a couple of weeks off, and uh, Merrick's back. So, all right. So, um, tomorrow, the 152nd uh, running of the Belmont. I keep wanting to say the 156th. I don't know why. Four, four years from now, when this show is still on the air, who knows what we'll be talking about, but it will be the 156th. But right now, tomorrow, it's the 152nd. It is normally the last in the Triple Crown races, but... Uh, this time, it is going to be the first, and uh, we'll talk to uh, Barry Abrams coming up in just a couple of seconds uh, on the uh, Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Don't forget, we have On This Day in History still to come, and other great, um, let's see, the walk-off, and if you can tell, I didn't get the uh, Barry Abrams interview loaded up, so that's what we're doing right now. Today is that. We'll do this. We do this. Then we go here. And we go here, and then we hope our computer system doesn't crash because it did yesterday, which was terrible. But I think we can get now to Barry Abrams, Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline. This segment, by the way, brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. He is a great friend of the show, and I welcome you back, Barry, because I just enjoy talking with you about horse racing. And the last time we talked, we were talking about are we even going to have horse racing this year? Well, now we get to the Belmont 156 run or 52nd running of it starting uh, tomorrow. Um, this is exciting. I know there won't be fans in the stands, but this is an exciting time for horse racing fans in general. Well, it's great to have racing back at the highest level. And even during the break, you had a few tracks running, Gulfstream Park being the most notable. But what these tracks needed to convince their respective local governments about 
was that it actually takes more people to train the horses in the afternoon than it does to, I'm sorry, in the morning than it does to race them in the afternoon. And training was always allowed to continue even during the shutdown. So it obviously took the local governments one by one some time to come to themselves about that. But they realized that these racetracks are basically self-contained cities where the grooms and the hot walkers live. They live in dormitories at the track most of the time. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, the trainers have to come in, the jockeys have to come in. And in the case of Santa Anita, they actually uh, brought in trailers and said to the riders, you're not leaving. You're not going home to your families. You are staying here and we will test you, et cetera. And so they really did turn their track into a self-contained city, almost like watching the Truman Show. <laughs> Barry Abrams, our guest here, Jason Walker Show, is the host of uh, In the Gate podcast. Um, how will the betting be affected with nobody at Belmont? Or will most betting Most betting takes place off track, okay. either at betting parlors, which obviously can't happen, and online on your phone through what are called advanced deposit wagering sites. Most betting happens there nowadays. And so, you know, when, uh, when Fonner Park in Nebraska was racing during the shutdown, their handle was off the charts. And when Oaklawn Park ran the Arkansas Derby in two divisions uh, on what would have been Kentucky Derby Day, the first Saturday of May, they more than doubled their all-time highest handle for one day. Wow. More than doubled it. So in-home wagering, off-track wagering has certainly matured in this market. And so that's another reason why racing was so eager to get back because they have the infrastructure to make money even with nobody at the track. Crazy. Uh, so the Belmont is is historically the longest, but they're shortening it up a little bit. Why is that? You know, racing was one of the first sports to come back. These horses still did not get to prepare properly by running the races you would run prior to the Kentucky Derby and then the Derby and then the Freakness. And the Belmont being a mile and a half on dirt is extremely testing. And these horses were just not ready. It's like baseball players have to go through spring training before they're ready to start the season. They're certainly not in mid-season form, and you couldn't just play the World Series right. without having played a series of games. So New York Racing understood that. They really wanted to run the race in June, so they changed the conditions. They took three-eighths of a mile away from it and made it not only a mile and an eighth, but because Belmont Park is so big, it's only run around one turn. It's a long run down the backstretch out of the chute on the backstretch, and then one turn. And the turns are very difficult. So now they only have to run one of them. So that definitely makes the race physically easier on the horses who are all rounding into form right now. Barry Abrams, our guest here on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. All right, let's start talking about some of the favorites, and then we have to start with uh, Tis the Law. Uh, has won, I think, what, four out of five races, 
and uh, including a couple of big ones this year in in the Florida Derby and uh, the Holy Bull Stakes at Gulfstream. Right. The only race where he didn't uh, win was last November at the Churchill Downs on a track that had a lot of moisture on it. The, the times he's run without moisture, he's won. And there's a slight chance of rain in New York tomorrow, but not uh, uh, extraordinary. So the conditions favor him. And he is the only horse in this field who has won twice at the highest level of racing, grade one caliber races. The Triple Crown races are all grade one caliber. Mm-hmm. He won the Champagne last fall and then his most recent start in the Florida Derby. But that start was at the end of March. He has not run at the, since the end of March because of the shutdown. So part of this may not be class, but who's ready to race? And the horse that ran the most recently is Sole Volante, who ran 10 days ago. So even though he's probably not in the class of his the law, he may be better seasoned and ready to go when the gate opens tomorrow. Barry Abrams joining us here, Jason Walker Show. And I know Tizzle is the favorite, but uh, when you look at the 10 horses that are in the field, um, four left has been getting a lot of play the last couple of days. And a lot of people on the, on social media are taking four left, it looks like. Yeah, I'm not real big on four left. I mean, he was brought over to Dubai by Doug O'Neill who was going to run some horses there, and it didn't work out. I mean, he ran once, and he won. It was a minor race. He didn't get to run in the UAE Derby because of the shutdown. Um, I don't think he's nearly the caliber, of horse of his the law, or even Sole Volante. Uh, so I think some people are trying to outthink themselves. But if you're looking for horses to upset his the law, Sole Volante, to me, is concerned. He's consistently second best, second tier, but he is very consistent, and he could jump up with a better performance. But the horse that I would look at is Dr. Post, who is one of the two horses trained by Todd Pletcher, who was Bob Baffert before Bob Baffert. Mm. Bob Baffert does not have a horse in this race, by the way. Dr. Post has only run three times and hasn't run since the end of April didn't really beat anybody great in winning a minor stakes race in Florida at Gulfstream, but looked really good doing it. And his, uh, he has the best jockey in the country on him in Irad Ortiz. And I think he's going to sit right behind the early speed. And there's not a lot of early speed here. Just, uh, the one horse tap it to win. I think he's going to have a chance. And with, um, only 10 horses in this race, and coming out of the shoot at Belmont Park with big, wide, sweeping turns, post position really doesn't matter. So it's just a question of who's the best horse. Tis the law is the best on paper. But again, you don't know how ready any of these horses are to win. So you might as well go for an upset play. And Dr. Post, I think, has a chance. Uh, you mentioned where they come out of in the starting gate. Um, Barclay Tag, the, the trainer for Tis the Law, it seemed on Wednesday he was a little disappointed with the, the eight post. He wanted somewhere in that five to seven, but you just said at Belmont really doesn't make a difference. Um, is he just playing the media a little bit here, or is he really upset? He's not a media uh, darling at all. He's a cranky guy, so I really <laughs> wouldn't. I mean, 
I've never heard the guy be effusive about anything. I really wouldn't put anything into that. Okay. And really, post position doesn't matter. It doesn't even matter in the Belmont Stakes when it's run around two turns, typically at a mile and a half. It really doesn't matter coming out of a, out of that chute because it is such a long run down that back stretch that a good rider, and Manny Franco is a terrific rider. He rides Tids the Law. They will have a chance to put their horses wherever they want by the time they hit the turn. So, no, I wouldn't make a big deal about that at all. Barry Abrams joining us uh, from uh, Connecticut. In the Gate podcast is the uh, the uh, the place you can listen to and break down all of this stuff, but uh, he's a great friend of the show. Uh, you mentioned some of the jockeys. Who's the best jockey of all time, in your opinion? Of all time, it'd be tough to argue against Eddie Arcaro, right. who won two triple crowns on Whirl Away and Citation, uh, five Kentucky Derbies. It would be tough to argue against him. Bill Shoemaker, I think, was the master of winning with any different style. He was a lifelong horseman from the Bayou and had ridden any kind of horse. And I say that because jockeys, often try to either adapt a horse to their style, because jockeys have styles. Some like to go really hard out of the gate, and they like to be on horses that go to the early lead. Some are the opposite. They like to be on come-from-behinders. If you remember Calvin Burrell, three-time winning Kentucky Derby jockey, you knew where he was going. He was going to take his horses down to the fence, try to take the shortest way around, which a horse has to be very brave to do because that rail is right next to them. So every jockey has a style. Bill Shoemaker could win on anything. He could take a come-from-behinder, a speed horse, a horse that likes to be on the outside in the clear, or a horse that likes to be covered up behind others with others breaking that wind. He could win on anything. So it would be tough to argue against him, but I think Arcaro was probably the best. And uh, does he still have the record for most wins, or has that been broken? The record is held by a man named Russell Bays, at least in North America. Russell Bays, who ran most of his career in Northern California at Golden Gate Fields and the now defunct Bay Meadows. And he didn't run a heck of a lot of top level races once in a while, but he was one of what you would call, and I hate to use this word, it's not fair to him, a compiler. Uh-huh. You know, somebody who isn't necessarily the dominant guy in his field, but just keeps putting up numbers. That was Russell Bayes. And I, it's unfair to call him a compiler because he never really aspired to be the king of the sport and try to, like, get his way into the Hall of Fame just on numbers alone. He was just very comfortable doing his job in Northern California, coming to work every day, winning three or four races in a jockey colony that is not the highest caliber. And once in a while, he'd get a graded stakes-level horse and go to Southern California or New York. But he has the record with over 9,500 wins. Wow. That's a lot. Uh, Barry Abrams joining us here. All right. Today is June the 19th. Do you know who won the first Belmont on this date in 1867? I want to say Ruthless, but I'm not positive. You are right. No, it is Ruthless. Three minutes and five seconds. The jockey was Gilbert well, remember, and Kilpatrick. Until 1920, until 1920, the Belmont Stakes was actually run like it would be in England, clockwise, as opposed to North America where the races are run counterclockwise. Oh, okay. And it was not even run at Belmont Park because that didn't exist yet. It was run at Jerome Park, 
which is in the, which was in the Bronx, which doesn't exist anymore. So there have been many incarnations of the Belmont Stakes, and you know it's amazing that it actually preceded Belmont Park. That is kind of a kind of crazy because, and it is it Elmont, New York, that it's run. It's not even Belmont. Right, it's Elmont, New York, is the name of the town, and it's right on the Nassau County Queens border. Okay. Why that matters is because of tax purposes. Uh, mm-hmm. Is it tax at Nassau County rates or Queens? Queens is New York City, and oh, by the way. That's also where the New York Islanders hockey team are building their arena in the backyard of Belmont Park because the area is so massive that now it's actually going to hold a 19 or 17,000 seat hockey rink. Wow. And my dream as a lifelong Islanders fan is for the Belmont Stakes to occur on the day of game oh. four or five of the Stanley <laughs> Cup final. That would be my greatest dream is to see something like that. Or a Game 7, which would be even more awesome, because there's nothing better than a Game 7 in hockey. I would scare the heck out of it. I would scare the heck out of it. So are you, a, are you a baseball fan, then? Let's go Mets. Hashtag let's go Mets. Oh, my gosh. We are just becoming best friends. I'm a Mets fan. I go way back to, the, to 84 when my first year in baseball. I've been a Mets fan ever since. Well, I'm a little older than you. I go way back to 76. Okay, yeah, um, just barely, but yeah. Not a lot to write home about, the 76 to like 83. <laughs> yeah, until they got, they, you know, they traded away Tom Seaver and then were terrible until they got uh, Keith Hernandez, who were traded on the same day. Got, right, and they only gave up Neil Allen and Rick Ownby to get Keith Hernandez, one of the great leaders in the history of baseball. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah, we'll have to talk baseball. I thought we could only talk horse racing, but we'll talk baseball sometimes too, Barry. This is great. If you dropped a bomb on the world right now and left just one sport on earth, to me that sport would have to be baseball. Really? They're, they're not even going to play this year, though. That's the tough part. It really is amazing to see millionaires continue to fight with billionaires, isn't it? I know, especially especially with everything that's been going on right now. So, um, but your pick, all it's right. hard to believe that they can't figure this out. I know it's it's frustrating, but we can always say the Mets went undefeated this year, no matter what. If they don't play, that works for me. <laughs> okay, Barry. Final question. I know Tizzle is the favorite. Who are you picking tomorrow in the 152nd running of the Belmont? I think Tis the Law finishes over Dr. Post and Sole Volante uh, as my top three. All right, so that's your your uh, your ticket right there. I like it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to make a lot of money with it, but it's a start. There you go. Hey, Barry, I always appreciate the time. I look forward to chatting with you uh, for sure in September for the Derby and October for the Preakness. And uh, who knows, maybe we'll get something crazy happen this week, and we'll uh, we'll chat again soon. Well, remember, when the Derby happens, there are going to be a couple of horses there who ran two weeks ago in the Santa Anita Derby, Honor AP and Authentic, who will provide much more opposition for the winner of the Belmont. So the gauntlet will get tougher come September. I like that. Uh, That's a good way to end it because it's a great tease. Uh, Barry Abrams, In the Gate podcast. You can check him out. And uh, as always, man, I appreciate it, and we'll talk to you soon. Anytime, Jason. Oh, Barry Abrams. He is so much fun. And uh, I've we've been chatting with him for, uh, gosh, a little over a year now. And uh, it just gets better and better. And I, 
We're going to talk more now. You know he's a Mets fan. Good. I mean, that's a what a great dude. All right. Uh, so there you go. Tis, tis the law is going to win tomorrow. You can bet. Get your bet in. You heard Barry take his uh, trifecta there. So, all right. Uh, appreciate Barry joining us on the uh, Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. This segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture, ten ten Dearborn, in Helena. Okay, uh, take a break. We're going to come back, and when we do, we're going to talk some Saddle Bronc. There is a huge Saddle Bronc uh, event at Jordan, Montana this week, and we'll talk next to Jesse Cruz. Hang on. Junior's Anniversary Month at Rutgers Furniture, and you won't believe the savings you'll find on the largest selection of home furnishings in Helena. At Rutgers, you'll find sofas, sleepers, recliners, reclining sofas, leather, bedroom, dining room, occasional tables, entertainment consoles, Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in town, and more. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. For great values on new looks for your home, shop the anniversary sale at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Father's Day is coming fast, and what more would that great dad in your life want than a full detail from Auto Concepts? Or maybe he would just prefer a lift kit. It's also camping season, and now is the perfect time to outfit that rig with a winch just in case. Auto Concepts is your home for everything for your vehicle, including updating your car stereo system, too. Auto Concepts also has gift certificates for dad or yourself. Visit AutoConceptsHelena.com. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State from rodeos to portraits and would love to work with you. 
Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work. Then give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. Mark LaRoe, photography.com. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show on a finally Friday here inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave. If you miss anything, you can go to jasonwalkershow.com. Find out your trifecta and who to bet on for tomorrow's Belmont. Barry Abrams gave you the uh, the picks. All right, uh, we continue on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. This segment brought to you by Mark LaRoe Photography. You can, um, let's see, if I do this camera angle, that right there is Dick Lyman at the Townsend uh, NRA Rodeo a couple of years ago, bringing in the horses. That's just a beautiful photo. Mark LaRoe took that. So you can uh, you can go online and order it. All right, I want to bring in my next guest on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. He is a fantastic, fantastic, um, just good dude. And he's pretty good in rodeo, too. His name is Jesse Cruz. How are you, my friend? How are you doing today? I, you know, I'm happy. It's Friday. Um, the weather's finally nice. It's not raining, which is awesome. But, uh, yeah. yeah, and we get to talk about a little bit of a rodeo here and there. So it's good. It's good. Yeah. Hey, uh, before we get going, um, you guys moved. You and the family uh, moving from Winston area over to uh, the Red Lodge area, and uh, that's a that's a big move. But now you're further away from from the Jason Walker show. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, we moved from Winston. Well, and now we're in the we're liking it over here, so keeping us trying to get stuff going. So, I uh, well, I, I, it's just great following you guys uh, around, and I got you know I got to know you guys I guess the last five six years, and uh, the kids are growing. Um, Lindsay, your wife is the and Paisley have the same same shoe size. I see now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I heard yesterday. <laughs> that is fantastic. Which means yeah. Paisley's got about the same same boot size as you too. Then right. It's my business. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty close. Jesse Cruz joining us here, Jason Walker Show. All right. There is a big Saddle Bronc event this week at Jordan, and you talk about some of the best of the best. Holy cow. Um, how honored are you to be a part of this? Oh, shoot. Uh, really honored. You know, for one, you know, they, Sparky and Boots are going to be putting it on, and, uh, those guys do a great job and have great hopes. And, uh, it, it's just a fun, good time having both match. It's, uh, you know, you're in there. There's four flights, and it's crazy, Jesse, because these are names that we're normally going to see all summer long in PRCA rodeos, but without PRCA, this might be the one chance all year that people get to see this collection of riders. Why should we uh, all head out to Jordan? Oh, shoot, it's, uh, like I said, the, the horses are going to be outstanding, especially with those two guys. And, uh, you know, like you said, you've got an NFR guy. Pretty much everybody that's won the rodeo is entered at this season side banner. It's going to pretty outstanding to watch. All the, uh, all the rights are going to be there, which yep. immediately just perks up your interest, if, especially if you're um, a young lady because Rusty and Ryder are both going to be there. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Again. Um, but this is so much fun. You got three great stock contractors, and you know we we talk a lot about you know the Sankeys and the Kesslers, but when you talk J Bar J and Championship Rodeo and and Birch, I mean, uh, these are some great Bronx, like you said. There's no question about that. Yeah, no, that's going to be, uh, you know, with those two there, they're going to, you know, dang sure have a good even 10, and it's going to be, it's going to be a bronc match, that's for sure. Like I said, four sections. Um, what section are you in? Are you in the fourth? Uh, third. Third, yeah. The, let's see, I'm trying to find, I can't even find your name right now. Um, I'm finding everybody else's, though. Cody Demos, Court yep, Shears, third, Zeke Thurston. Third section. You are in the third. There you are. You're on uh, a Birch Rodeo uh, bronc named Beneficial. What do you know about the horse? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Is that good or bad? Um, I guess we'll find out when we get there. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's good. Yeah, because then it's not in your yeah. head. You don't know what you know what what it's going to do. You just got to stay in the middle and keep your head down, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All I got to do is my part and. Hopefully it uh, works out. Hey, uh, Jesse Cruz joining us, the 2009 world champ, but no PRCA or, or very little PRCA events this year. Are you going to be a lot of uh, Northern Rodeo? Uh, yeah, I'm going to enter every circuit rodeo they let me in and uh, go to as many other ones as I can to try to get stuff rolling. So. How tough has it been these last few months not having rodeo? I mean, you know, you you and Lindsay were supposed to be in Florida. That didn't happen. Um, you tried to do the Southern Swing, but then COVID happens, and and it's just how tough has it been? Um, it's been pretty tough. The only thing that's kind of saved us is, uh, I guess, for being on the board. Not having nothing to do with this new place. It's uh, dang for keeping us busy. Well, that is true. Your house is going to get done a lot more uh, quickly than uh, you'd, you'd think. But um, there's a lot of people, Jesse, that this is their livelihood, like like you and and your wife Lindsay, and this is how you guys get up and down the you know the year. And, and how how frustrated are you guys? Um, you know, a guy can get as mad as he wants to get, and be down in his sorrows but it is what it is you know everybody's going through it and uh you know the guy's just got to do what he's got to do until uh you know it kicks off again hopefully but we will see um jesse cruz joining us here on the jason walker show mike miller state farm hotline so you don't know anything about your horse um no sir beneficial you don't know um what do you know about i mean Take, take me through Birch comparison to like a Sankey Bronc or a Kessler Bronc. Oh, uh, I don't know if I can do that, to tell you the truth. Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> you know, everybody's got good horses, and, you know, it's just like every one of them's got to have a bad day here and there. But, you know, shoot, uh, all them guys, you know, they may not have every horse be good that day, but they're all good horses, you know what I mean? Yep. Just like like you having a bad day. Yeah, but I still got to sound good on the air. <laughs> <laughs> I can fake it pretty good, right? Yeah. There yeah, you go. Sure. Jesse Cruz, our guest here, Jason Walker Show. Um, when you look at this list of guys that are going to be in Jordan, 
Um, like you know, I mentioned some of the big boys, but there's some great riders from Montana in there as well, and and some smaller um, type guys that you know people may not know about. This would be a good opportunity to go see a guy like an Andrew Evgene or a Tanner Butner, and and, and you know guys like that. Oh yeah, for sure. You know they're going to be drawing good horses, so you'll get to see what they can do, and like I said, get to watch all these great horses. So. You've had a chance, uh, you know, 2009 World Championship, and, you know, you're not old, but you're old in rodeo age. There's a lot of great youngsters coming up in the saddle bronc riding. Um, does that give you uh, hope that the, it's going to, you know, we're okay and, and, and the bronc riding is going to continue to be successful? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's always good to see these good kids rolling up and, you know, sticking to the rodeo heritage and, you know, so it's nice to see that there are some coming, so it don't come to an end. But no, it's good to watch all them young kids coming up. So you'll be in Jordan this weekend. Uh, are you going to be in Big Timber next weekend? Um, I don't know if I'll be there, but I think my oh yeah, I forget. She does the entering. You just show up where you're told. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She no, keeps... I don't know if I've got my NRA card this year, but uh, or did they change Big Timber to a pro rodeo? I don't know. I I think it's still just NRA, but okay. I, I know she'll probably be entered, so if I'm not at a rodeo, I will be there. Yeah, you probably uh, not riding, but well, it's great to see you ride, and uh, the more we get to see you ride, the better because uh, we're losing a lot of. Uh, a lot of our older generation retiring, and uh, it, I'm glad to see you're still going at it, my friend. Just not smart enough to step away yet. Well, you're still you're still on the top <laughs> of your game, pretty much. So, a um, couple more tries at the uh, at the uh, national finals, I'm sure, is uh, is in your your uh, inside your jet stream, basically. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, a guy's always got to be trying for that. Absolutely. Um, hey, man, I wish you the best. I hope to see you in Jordan. I haven't decided if I'm going to trek the five and a half hours from Helena yet, but uh, it's it's easier to get to Spokane than it is to get to Jordan from Helena. Can you believe that? Uh, yeah, I can. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I hope to see you. If not, I will definitely see you this summer somewhere, and uh, take care, ride safe, and have fun. All right. Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you. That's Jesse Cruz, the 2009 world champ, joining us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. What a great family. Um, and, and the, you know, the, the, the kids are fantastic. Um, but, man, super, super fun. So, yeah, Jordan, Montana this week. And uh, big, big, big saddle bronc riding coming up at Jordan. Oh, looking. I should just go. But it's Father's Day. Do I want to be away from the kids? I don't know. I don't know. We'll probably, I don't know. We might end up there. We'll see. Anyway, uh, thanks to Jesse Cruz for joining us. Uh, so much fun talking to, to him and uh, and just people in general. Oh, I got this um, Podbean. Hello to Juan Gomes. Is it Gomes or Gomez? Juan, listening in Brazil to the Jason Walker Show today. So Thanks, Juan. Hello from Montana. Hope you're doing well, Juan, and uh, tune in anytime. That's very cool. Juan, listening in Mon or in Brazil to a show from Montana. How cool is that? Uh, Big Timber is an NRA. Yep, and uh, Jesse just needs to get his card. So, if not, we'll see Lindsay next week uh, at uh, at Big Timber for sure. All right. Um, I want to get back to. Did something just? No, we're good. Hey, I think we're still on the air. 
that would be awesome today. So let's again, let's go to this because um, this segment's brought to you by Mark LaRoe Photography. Get your senior portrait booked or your family portrait booked, and mention you are booking because of the Jason Walker Show. And Mark's going to give you a free eight by ten canvas or matte print. And if you purchase something from Mark LaRoe Photography from the Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery, Mark will give you 20% off if you mention Jason Walker's show. So this is uh, from a couple of years ago at the Townsend NRA Rodeo. That guy right there is Dick Lyman, one of the best in the business of just life. Coach Lyman, when he was at Providence or UGF, unbelievable help, and uh, just a great, great guy, and uh, love the Lyman family for sure. But... uh, Get a hold of MarkLaRoePhotography.com. All right, let's do On This Day in History. It is brought to you by the Mother Love. Oh, before we get to that, we got Merrick at the Movies. Merrick's back. Let's do uh, this edition. This is Merrick Parnell with another movie recommendation for Merrick at the Movies. Our first recommendation for football movies is The Waterboy. It's Laugh Out Loud Funny from Adam Sandler in 1998 in his prime. Adam Sandler plays Bobby Boucher, the classic football-playing redneck. Any given Sunday is next to the 1999 film starring Al Pacino, who plays the classic coach. Dennis Quaid is the old vet quarterback, while Jamie Foxx is the new up-and-comer. It's a great drama about an inside look to professional football. George Clooney plays Dodge Connolly, the coach and star player of the Duluth Bulldogs in professional football's early years in the 1920s. Friday Night Lights is our last pick, and high school football does not get any bigger than in the state of Texas. The movie follows the Odessa Perman Panthers as they're led by the dynamic coach, played by Billy Bob Thornton in an all-star cast that also has country singer Tim McGraw. This has been Merrick at the Movies. There you go. America at the Movies. Of course, there's so many other ones. Uh, North Dallas 40. You could think of Wildcats. Um, you mentioned Friday Night Lights, but what about Varsity Blues? The whipped cream scene in Varsity Blues? Allie Larder? James Vanderbeek? I mean, yeah. Uh, so there you go. All right, now let's get to uh, On This Day, brought to you by the Mother Load. Don't forget to get down to the Mother Load and uh, get your trifecta in for tomorrow's Belmont. Okay? Tis the law. To win. Uh, today is June the 19th. It is uh, National Flip-Flop Day. Mm-hmm. Not, I'm guessing it's the shoe wear flip-flop day. Not Democrats. Uh, National Take Back Lunch Break Day. Garfield the Cat Day. Garfield first appeared on this date. National Martini Day. Not a martini guy. I had a buddy who played <laughs> semi-pro hockey who loved apple martinis. Dude was like 6'6", six, six, like 250. He, he loved apple martinis. National Watch Day. Uh, it is Wear Blue Day, so I got my old old school Helena Brewers sweatshirt on. And, of course, it is Juneteenth as well, when uh, the last slaves found out about the Emancipation Proclamation in Texas, and essentially slavery came to its uh, final end, um, 1865. So... Today is Juneteenth. It is uh, on this date in 1846, the first officially recognized baseball game. Uh, the New York Nines defeated the Knickerbockers 23-1 to in Hoboken, New Jersey. 1867, you heard Barry uh, Abrams talk about it. Gilbert Gilpatrick aboard Ruthless won the first Belmont in 3 minutes, 5 seconds. 
1894 at the 28th Belmont, so 27 years later, the winning time, uh, 156.5. So a full minute in 27 years plus disappeared. Willie Sims aboard Henry of Navarre won. Pavo Nurmi, the flying Finn, 1922, ran a world record 5,000 meter in 1428.2. And then two years later on this date, the flying Finn won and ran a world record 1500 in 352.6. He would have been fun to watch race against, like, Secretariat. Uh, 1946, the first TV sports boxing spectacular. Joe Lewis KOs Billy Kahn. Brooklyn Dodger Carl Erskine, no-hit Chicago on this date in 1952. Jim Bouton's book, Ball Four, came out on this date in 1970. Fantastic, fantastic book. Evander Holyfield, in 1992, he still had both of his ears. He beat Larry Holmes in 12 for the heavyweight boxing title. And in 1903, happy birthday on this date, Lou Gehrig was born. 1962, Paula Abdul, former Laker girl. And 1978, Dirk Nowitzki was born in Ver, uh, Würzburg, Germany. So happy birthday to Dirk. All right, let's, uh, let's do this. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. Great week of shows today. Or today. Well, we had a great week of shows yesterday. Uh, a great week of shows. Barry Abrams, Jesse Cruz today. Don't forget uh, SankeyProRodeo.com if you want to check out the drive-in rodeos. Also, big uh, Saddle Bronc event up at uh, Jordan this weekend on Sunday. Neil Hines joined us yesterday, Montana weather storm chaser. Sheila Williams, former track coach for Helena High Girls. Sage Newman, Deb Greeno, Allie Whaley. Next week, Jennifer Boca will talk Nile 2.0 on Monday. Nick McCarville will join us on Tuesday. And a whole lot more coming up. Have yourself a great weekend. Be safe. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers. Walk Off brought to you by Cafe Zydeco. 625 Euclid Shrimp Etouffee. Sounds good for the weekend. We'll see you back here Monday at 4. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.